0: It's time to do some draft pick trading again. You may have seen my two-headed monster video the other night. We're here to talk about the two-headed monster, essentially trading up to the top two picks in the draft. Link in the description. And I've got a little surprise for you, the the three-headed wide receiver monster, or the two-headed wide receiver monster. Basically doing what we did with the 1.1 and the 1.2, but doing it with wide receivers a little bit later or in the middle of the first round. Essentially trading for the 1.4, the 1.5, maybe the 1.6 or 7, or at least the 1.4 and 1.5 and going the number one and the number two wide receiver in fantasy football, doing the two-headed wide receiver monster stack, baby. We're breaking down how to do this and a whole bunch more. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. my most requested videos are always draft pick trading people love when we talk about draft pick trading probably because i'm crazy when it comes to trading i'm aggressive i don't i don't sit back and and, and play it cool i literally attack what i want where i want when i want and i take destiny into my own hands i don't like sitting back and letting somebody else take the best wide receiver. so i get the leftovers and let them decide for me i like to make the decision i like to attack players that i want and the the two-headed monster approach is amazing i love it but what about the wide receivers you guys know i'm a big advocate of going wide receiver in round one in 2022 in fact after the big three running backs or maybe even the big two but we'll call the big three running backs jt javante and Najee harris those are my big three running backs after all three are off the board i'm literally wide receiver Wide receiver, wide receiver. Give me Cup, give me Jamar, give me Jefferson. Put these three guys right in line, back to back to back, right after the top three running backs. Maybe even after the top two, if you want. I could argue that. I could argue that Harris has a tough enough quarterback situation when compared to Javante and JT, that maybe we're worried about efficiency a little bit for him, but they are working on the offensive line Maybe Trubisky's got what it takes. Who knows? Maybe they trade up and and get a rookie on top of that. They use Trubisky as a bridge. Najee did a ton with a little last year. He already proved that he can get low yards per carry. It was like 3.9 a carry but tons of volume, tons of touchdown potential, tons of PPR work. The only thing that frustrates me is that he's so overworked. He has to be overworked to get the yards because he's averaging low yards per carry. The efficiency low. Imagine if he averaged 4.5 yards a pop. Imagine if he got Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Had Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson landed in Pittsburgh in an offseason trade, Najee Harris could be the number one overall consensus running back. Or at least he would partially share the 1.180 with JT he would have vaulted Javante Williams if Javante never got a quarterback and Pittsburgh got the quarterback situation can alter fantasy value that much and, and let's say Wilson went to Denver like he did and A-Rod got traded to to Pittsburgh which he didn't but if that happened then JT Javante and Harris will all be like neck and neck 1.1 arguably all sharing a little bit of the 1.180p. So I'm not trying to say Harris with a quarterback would have been better than Javante with a quarterback. But one of them getting a quarterback and Javante got the quarterback does give that player an advantage in my opinion. So Javante does move past Najee Harris. But you could argue Harris is a clear-cut number three overall player. I love it. But again, then it's Jefferson. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, or Cup Chase, Jefferson. I don't really care the order. Those are the top three wide receivers. Then there's a tier break. So let's build the wide receiver, wide receiver, and potentially the wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, all from first round draft slots that we're gonna trade into. Now it's very important rule number one, just like with running backs rule number one was you gotta have the 1.2 or the 1.1 right out of the hat, right out of the gate. So you only have to maneuver into one of those top picks. So same thing here. If we wanna go wide receiver, wide receiver, and we'll start off with the double wide in round one, not the triple, much easier to do the double wide. We're gonna need that 1.4 or 1.5 or 1.6 right out of the gate. That way we're only working on getting one other player or pick right there. So let's assume we got the 1.4 right from square one. Now we gotta make a trade to get the 1.5. We don't need the 1.3 because traditionally people are going to go running back before they go wide receiver. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be running back, running back, running back with picks one, two, and three in any upcoming draft. So I think it's it's very safe to say if we get the 1.4 and 1.5 or 1.4 and 1.6, we're looking at two of the top wide receivers in fantasy football, two of the top three wide receivers in fantasy football. You're getting one of Cup, Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. If you have the 1.4 and the 1.5, or the 1.4 which you got from the start and 1.6 if you've got two top six picks you can get cup jefferson or chase two of those guys i firmly believe and if not you get a running back if not you you, you back out of your plan and you go naji harris big deal or javante worst case scenario you back out you get javante and jamar or jefferson and javante or cooper cup and javante so don't worry about if it doesn't work you're going to be fine on your alternative plan it could end up being better so our objective is to get the 1.5 or 1.6 so we have two picks inside the top one to, f- to six overall you because you you're not going after the 1.1 or 1.2 like in the running back two-headed monster example you might be able to get away with giving your third and fourth rounder and this entire time I've been talking this said 1.9 it should be 2.9 so let's say we get rid of the 2.9 okay we're trying to go get the 1.5 so 2.9 and honestly I would try and get rid of this fifth rounder if you can but let's say we can't let's say we got to give the 4.9 up now we have the 1.5 We gave up the 2.9 and the 4.9 to get the 1.5. The key like in the running back two-headed monster example where you acquire the 1.1 and 1.2 is to give up two for one. You don't wanna ask for another pick in return because it ruins the allure of making the trade to begin with. And sometimes you got one or two shots where somebody's vulnerable to hit the accept button and they regret it later the best trade you can make is one that someone regrets right after because you obviously won the trade and you want to make sure you keep that appeal of i'm getting an extra pick maybe i gotta hit this button before i consult with anybody boom maybe i shouldn't have did it oh no so that's the whole goal right okay so let's put our voids in place we have a void in the second round we have a void in round four but we don't really have two missing picks we have our second rounder up in the first round so our only void so far where we don't have a draft selection is in round four so we could essentially roll with a team similar to this if we didn't trade any further cooper cup in this draft slot this is 1.5 and we got jamar chase let's say at 1.6 in the 30s you're looking at running backs like elijah mitchell You're looking at players like potentially Fournette, Barkley. Let's go with Eli Mitchell at this pick. This would be the 3.4. This is actually the 1.4 and 1.5. I apologize for that. So 3.4 Mitchell, uh, ETN with the other running back spot. And if this would especially work if there was no need for a, a second running back. Like if this was a flex and you only required to start one running back, this approach works even more so. But you can still assemble two very good running back one and running back twos in this situation because Mitchell could fall, ETN. Um, if Mitchell didn't fall, there's a possibility you get Kenneth Walker, you know, depending on where his situation is. Brees Hall will probably be gone, but you can maybe get a Brees Hall. But this kind of situation, I'd love. You still get an A-Rod. You can still very much get a Dawson Knox. Um, I really love the look of the squad. The question is could we actually trade the 3.4 and get a wide receiver and not address running back my guess is going to be no based on the look of it and this is the first time i've run through it actually thinking maybe we could go wide receiver wide receiver wide receiver but i don't think the running back support would be there if we take away this 3.4 and the 5.4 we're not going to even have an etn at that point so i think if we made another move we'll try it it may not work it may not be better than what we have right here But let's try moving the 3.4 and 5.4 for another high pick, maybe in the in the first round and see what a running back would look like. So if we trade the 3.4 and the 5.4 and let's say let's say we get the 1.10. We don't have a pick until 6.9. We're creating a void in round three in round five now our first rounder we never touched it it's at 1.4 our second rounder is actually at 1.5 our third rounders at 1.10 essentially so the first void actually isn't until round four and round five and only two draft slots are actually affected to move up all those picks who do we get at 1.10 well in the top 10 you're looking at I mean Javante's not gonna fall McCaffrey could be there Mixon could be there DeAndre Swift could be there so If we took away this pick and this pick, we have to ask ourselves is it better to have Mixon and not have the player we had here? Like, does that team look better than the team we just had? I'd say no. I'd say give me, give me, even if we put in, unless we went like risky with Camara and assumed that Camara wouldn't miss any time. You know, that could be an interesting look if you wanted to take a big gamble on Kamara and he falls. He does fall there. That could be interesting. But you might even get away with that as the third rounder or move the third third rounder up. I'd rather have ETN personally and Mitchell. I think this particular approach, I like better doing just the one move. I don't know if the wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver or wide receiver wide receiver running back in round one is is better than when you were going you know two-headed monster than three-headed monster with the running back scenario i I tend to think we should backtrack give this 1.10 back get our third rounder back get our fifth rounder back we'll put the third rounder back we'll put the the fifth rounder back this is the better approach have one void in round four again our third rounder is where it is our second rounders just moved up we've only lost the fourth round pick here and in doing so losing the fourth round pick we have upgraded into two top three wide receivers for 2022 and i and i love it i love the look of this squad especially if i can land like kenneth walker in there or if you can get a better player than etn here i absolutely love it you also could potentially say i'm going to use this pick right here on herbert so if you want to go with the top quarterback in fantasy football in my opinion for 2022 and then use the pick where you were going to get etn on herbert and the pick you were going to get here you you grab the other player let's say let's say running back wise this lands you a michael carter like that is a good look too to get herbert as the top quarterback in fantasy football you still got a top 10 running back there you got a sneaky top 10 top 12 running back and then you got two of the top potentially the number one and the number two wide receiver in fantasy football like that's a good look too now one thing I want to do is is backtrack even further and go back to the beginning and and remember when I kind of hesitated on what if we could get rid of the third and fifth rounder to get a first rounder and you're not going to land this even half the time you might not get it even one time out of 10 you might have to make like 20 offers to to land something that great I I can't stand when people come back to me and say, Smitty, what you told me doesn't work. People don't trade my league. And I'm like, Bob, how many times did you offer? How many offers did you send out? They're like, well, two. You're not going to land an unlikely trade not sending out trade offers in masses. Think about it. You send out, it's all about volume. You send out 12 offers. All it takes is one accept and think about it from your perspective. Have you ever hit accept on a trade that you regretted literally the minute after you hit the button? All you have to do is catch a person in a vulnerable state, which isn't gonna happen every time. Sometimes it's the moment they read the email, they're in the wrong state of mind about that player, whatever, they're busy, they're in a rush, they're by themselves. They don't have their mind right. If you don't offer a ton of trade offers and try and get lucky, you're never gonna win a trade by a mile. So I don't want to hear that it's impossible to trade a third and a fifth rounder to get a bottom of the first type of draft selection. You can do it. You just got to be willing to wait. You got to be willing to throw ten offers out. They all get rejected. Throw another ten out. Add a round eight pick, which I, I have nine point nine here. It's eight point nine. So I'll put eight point nine there. Add the eighth rounder. Send ten more out where you you add another pick. We'll take this away for the moment. We'll put or our number two round pick back or fourth round pick. Okay, now we're back to square one. We haven't made a trade. We got the 1.4, we have the 2.9, the 3.4, the 4.9, and so on. We haven't made a single trade yet. Instead of giving up the second and fourth for that, that 1.5 or whatever, what if we tried to get the 1.5? Like we said 1.7 might land you that wide receiver we're talking about you could still get jefferson and jamar chase potentially doing this pushing it a little bit but you know i don't know the three wide receivers are going in the top seven you might even be able to get one of them at 1.8 so let's make it 1.8 so that we have people in the comments a little less antsy about telling me that you can't do this in your league no one's gonna do that i do it all the time it just takes hard work and a lot of offers so we acquire the 1.8 we give up our three we give up our four, we create a void in round three, we create a void in round four. Essentially, we we don't. Our second's in the second. Our first is in the first. Our third rounder's actually at 1.8 now, and we only sacrificed our, our fourth round pick. And again, maybe you got to throw in the 8.9. Let's just do it and get it out of the way. Now we can assemble a little bit better of a team. Now we've got Jamar Chase at the 1.4 The 1.8, we take Justin Jefferson, and again, we now have the 2.9. And at this draft selection, we're potentially looking at a DeAndre Swift, an A.J. Brown, a C.D. Lamb, a Josh Allen. Let's plug in an A.J. Brown and just see how this looks. A.J. Brown, and our next pick is 5.4. So let's say we end up with an ETN, uh, Carter at running back. We got our three wide receivers, and we got an A-Rod, and then you get Fryermuth or whoever. That's a pretty solid team, but if we didn't go wide receiver with the A.J. Brown pick, let's say we went running back, and let's say potentially Swift was there, then that's an amazing little look that you got there. You could go with ETN here. You could go with potentially Judy because this was, what pick was this again? This was a 5.4. I mean, Judy could fall to 5.4. He might not, but but that would be a really really solid squad. If Swift's not there, maybe at that 2.9, you get Brees Hall, or you get Kenneth Walker. You still get Etn later. All possible. That 2.9 could be very very valuable and be very. It could be far different in terms of what you're able to build. And then if you make that move, you get the 2.9. Now you can afford to do a second trade before it was not wise because you gave up your second and your fourth and then you got running back depth that you're worried about but now we could essentially trade our 5.4 and our 6.9 to acquire let's say we get a 3.4 so now we move that void over here because we're gonna get a 3.4 we create a new void here at round six we create a new void here at round eight or we had that void already so our first rounder is in round one where it belongs our Our 1.8, you could say, is our second round pick. Our third rounder is now at 2.9. Our fourth rounder is now at 3.4. Our first void, because we have four picks in the first four rounds, is five. Then we have six and we have eight. They gave up three, four, eight, and five and six. So we, we never gave up our second rounder. Again, this is a much harder approach to pull off because of that first trade being so difficult but once you do it you can trade a five and a six for a 3.4 that one's not hard the 3.4 4.9 and 8.9 for a 1.8 that's the hard one but it just takes that one person that absolutely loves depth give me give me eight chase edmonds yes i love my depth baby it takes that one guy in your league and every league has a guy like that that's willing to to stockpile depth. And don't say, again, don't say it can't happen. You all know you've been sitting there before an email comes in or a notification on your phone that a trade went down and you're like, oh my God, why did he make that trade? I wish I would've known that he was giving away that draft pick. I would've traded for it, that happens all the time. In this scenario, we got the 1.4 Jamar Chase, the 1.8 Justin Jefferson, the 2.9, we're gonna say it's Brees Hall. Now we got the 3.4 so we'll take etn out we'll take judy out we got the 1.4 the 1.8 the three what was it what was it 3.4 so now we got we got chase at 1.4 jefferson 1.8 reese hall at 2.9 and now we've got like a 3.4 to play with we could go potentially with a josh allen or or herbert there and go with that that approach and then and then just go light at these positions or if we take a running back at 3.4 i mean we're talking about players like aaron jones maybe still eli mitchell like we talked about earlier that would be a phenomenal start hall mitchell chase jefferson a little different than that etn in place of hall and then having more firepower if not mitchell maybe you go waddle maybe you go very light at this running back two spot and you stack those wide receivers and you pull off this nice little three headed monster maneuver right here between Chase Jefferson Waddle and still getting Brees Hall. I'm merely here to tell you that you can do things like this, creative things like this and have a freaking amazing squad doing draft pick trading doing two-headed and three-headed monster type approaches whether it's wide receiver driven or running back driven i'll have more on draft pick trading you can bet on it coming up here in the coming weeks i appreciate every one of you watching get on over to sleeperu.com if you haven't already get a lifetime membership to my content and get two years of text advice on me one-on-one text advice with your man, Smitty, if you buy my top-level lifetime membership. And never pay for content again. Get rankings, bold predictions for life by getting my top-level lifetime membership. Where do you go? Want bold year-round rankings? Trade calculators and bold predictions. Get on over to SleeperU.com. And also, don't forget to get on over to Underdog Fantasy. And you can get a free 10-minute phone call with me. Save it for before your draft, the night before your draft, or use it right now. But go to Underdog Fantasy using the link that I have at smitty1.com. The banner pops right up. Click it. Click on Underdog Fantasy or use promo code SMITTY. But it's easier to just go to the link, $10 minimum, and you get a free phone call with me, and you get to use it and play DFS or props or a best ball draft. Make sure you're subscribed if you're new to the channel. Hit that that thumbs thumbs up. up. Hit that subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. I will see you all later. Spread the word. Tell your grandma. Do it. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.